so we're live with the Going Bananas show. And uh, the first guest, I couldn't possibly be more proud than to have Lily Paul Roncalli. Thank you so much for How having me. It's How an honor you? to be your first guest. No, well, it's, uh, it's truly my honor, really. But uh, it's just amazing to get, get you here, certainly uh, now with all this. <laughs> Uh, the world is so unpredictable and, and it's not easy to travel and everything and you you, you got here. Amazing. Fantastic. Thank you so much. It's been Thank such you. a lovely day today. Just well, that's, uh, that's the Europa Park way. Yeah. We are entertainers here and that's all we want to do. We want people to come in and have a great time and we're sup- we are super proud of, of this. It's amazing. Yeah. It's such a fun day. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Yeah. It's been a very exciting year. And of course, I think it's been different than we all would have imagined, but we're doing the best out of the situation. I, I have to say that I'm, I'm not a big watcher of TV um, in this business that, uh, that we're, uh, we're in live entertainment and uh, I know what's going on. But mm-hmm. um, because of the lockdown, because of the corona situation, I found myself watching you avidly every, <laughs> every week. Even preparing my dinners around it, you know, I've got to get it ready for eight o'clock because it starts at eight fifteen, and I thought I've got to be there, and I followed you uh, completely. You. And um, I just uh, there's a million questions that that I was asking myself watching you. You know, uh, you've stepped from such a fantastic artistic circus world, and and then you come into a different world, uh, dance taking you, let's say, out of your comfort zone. Yeah, it has. And um, how, how did you, I mean, you must have, it must have been a long time ago that you agreed to do this. Yeah, it was last year, and I really thought it through, but I thought even as an artist, it would, could only make me better to learn all these dancing skills. I mean, it's a lot of training in a short amount of time, and I think I've never learned so much in such a short period of time. Well, your, your first focused desire was um, because you wanted to improve yourself, you wanted to learn something. Yeah, I thought it could only improve me as a performer. Which it so, certainly did. But um, but how how did you how did you cope with the nerves? Because I've seen you perform in the circus, and uh, you've been doing that since what five years old? I've been doing it for a while, yeah, right. five six. <laughs> but then when you do that, um, and then you go into, you haven't got years and years and years of experience behind dance, and then you're going to be live on TV, and I think I'm thinking. Because I've had this experience in live entertainment mm-hmm. performance, but I'm always super well prepared, as you are. You've got years of experience. You've done all the mistakes that you're going to do. So you know to watch for. But then now you're working with a partner that you don't know really yeah. well. And I just wonder how you actually cope with that. At the start, it was hard because I'm used to practicing years and years before going on stage. And we got there and it was like, well, you have four days and you're going to be live on TV in front of five million people. So I was a bit like... And I kept thinking, that's not enough time, that's not enough time, I'm not ready until the last second. So that was really a challenge to, to be happy with what you can do in four days. It can always be better. And I think it's like that's, an opening night, every night, yeah, every week. Every week. <laughs> totally. But it's a new costume, new show, new everything. Super impressive. You were fantastic. Thank you so but, much. Uh, you deservedly won. And uh, great for you, great for, great for your whole family. Uh, yeah, they were. They wonderful. were very excited. It was the only thing they could do on Friday nights because the circus was closed. And we could never really watch it the years before because the shows always start at 8. Right. So you're always working. So it's the first time we really watched the whole show. Yeah, in some way that, that created a lot more uh, attention on this show now because everyone was pretty much locked down. 
in some way or certainly restricted uh, movement. So uh, I I don't know what the viewing numbers were, but I imagine that it was significantly more than ever before. I think they've been the best since the first year. Yeah. Cool. So So now you're now you're you're not only a great artist, uh, but you're a celebrity. A little bit. I don't feel like that yet. (laughs) I was just thinking walking around the park with you today. I was thinking I probably wouldn't have been able to walk comfortably around the park with you if you didn't have your mask on because everyone would have stopped us because they I saw a few people look double looking. (laughs) But then with the mask, it's sort of okay. I thought I thought (laughs) what it's uh, it feels like it's 50 degrees, but I think it's just over 30. And I thought we'll get stopped on every (laughs) well, actually someone when you were in the studio arrived, somebody came and asked if they wanted if they could have a photo taken with you. I didn't know. Yeah, I think yeah. with the mask, it's really, it's, a, it's, a, it's kind of like a good year to, to win because you're like still really undercover when you're outside. Yeah. It's a bit of, you got both. How does, that, how does that feel about your new celebrity because of social media is just nuts now, more so than ever? And uh, are people watching you and, and gossiping about you? And uh, I mean, it's fun on one side, but you do become more aware of what you post and you look at every detail of something when you look at a picture, you've got to look in, what, in the background. In the background, the what, what, what yeah. happens? What, you get more aware of everything around you. I think you've got to be more careful. I mean, there's always people that try and find a little something. Yeah, I heard you've got a career-ending uh, uh, injury. injury, right? <laughs> yeah, but I'm doing just fine, so I don't know. <laughs> oh, well, you seem to be what? coping with that. Good. Yeah. That's another thing I thought, that uh, I read that story. And uh, having been um, in a similar uh art than yourself albeit uh, I was on ice and you were roller skating and there's a lot of stress on your body and I thought um, uh, we spoke about it we touched on it uh, about it earlier at lunch that uh, how how many years in your life are you performing but always protecting an uh, an injury because at some point your job as a as a contortionist as well with you being um, not uh, 150 (laughs) certain huge amount of stress on your body and I just wonder how you how you're coping with that it is I mean you've got to take care of your body from a very young age and of course I go to physiotherapist and I take care of myself and that way I've never had big injuries but you always have a little something but it's it's nothing that serious that would stop my career now (laughs) no I think uh, as as I got older as an artist I realized that you the preparation time for one show is much more when I was maybe your age, maybe I took it for granted that I was in, invincible and nothing could happen. But certainly as you get older, it takes longer. You, have, you arrive one hour and two hours before the show just to get ready for your... For your years, yeah. yeah. And I just thought, yeah. And then somebody picks up uh, what Bill Titan or somebody uh, says, oh, you've got a big injury and it's nothing to worry about. Yeah, just... I mean, to say that the career is before an end and a show that I really loved made me sick, I would never say that because that's just not reality so I was a little upset about that but anyways with social media these days it's like a positive site you can always you can always defend yourself defend quickly. yourself quickly yeah yeah that's cool what what um uh, there's another thing that I when I knew that uh, you were available to come and and be on the show I was just thinking that you know you're obviously um from the celebrated Roncalli circus that your fa- your father created yeah. and 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 I thought, when you were growing up, a tiny, tiny little girl, did you feel that, did you feel at some point your whole destiny is already written? I 
think for me, when I was like five or six years old, I went into the circus. And before that, I didn't really know what I wanted to do. And I seen a contortionist. What, at five like, years old, you didn't yeah, know? Yeah, I didn't know what I wanted to do. How could I? <laughs> but I seen a contortionist and I was like, that's what I'm going to do when I grow up. And I started practicing from that day on. And I think it was just like I felt my passion in that moment. So I never felt forced to be in that business. Or it's but what I always wanted. Did someone, because your, your mother's quite tall. Yeah. So did you, did they realize that you were probably going to follow, follow your mother's height? Yeah. In which case, being a contortionist, to, uh, I, I've got to say it's absolutely beautiful to see mm-hmm. a taller a taller artist, but the, the physical demand is considerably more. Yeah, so did, did they not say when you were five years old, oh, I want to be a contortionist and turn myself <laughs> in every, like a pretzel? And I thought, how, how is that going to, did, did, did nobody say uh, you might want to be careful with that, that because <laughs> it's really going to hurt you? Well, yeah, they did tell me that, but... I didn't care at that time. I mean, I was still tiny. And, well, kids and, and don't you're care, like, no. I don't care. I'll, I'll do it. I'll be the tallest contortionist out there. And that was what I was thinking. So I really didn't. Well, but as kids, we never think, we never think, think anything about, can happen. Yeah. We think we're going to be stars forever. <laughs> and uh, it just, yeah, well, great that you're doing it. <laughs> um, um, and um, so you started doing the contortion. Yes. And then after that, you uh, did the roller skating act. Yeah, I started skating when I was 13, I think, yeah. And, and how does it go with your dad being the boss, as well as the creator, as well as, as, well as your dad? Well, at the beginning, we didn't tell him that we were practicing a, a roller skating act. We always practiced at night, and he kept just hearing the sound of it. And he was like, what's going on in the circus at night till 2 a.m.? And, and we only showed him once we were done because we knew if, if we would tell him before that, he wouldn't want us to do it. He you got like, away it's too with that? Dangerous. You got yeah, away I, with that? I think he kind of knew at some point, but he just let us do our thing. But yeah. So then, uh, and then he liked it and let you do it? Yeah, luckily. <laughs> yeah, luckily. Well, and you're luckily still doing could, it? Yeah. You did it last winter, no, you said? Last winter, yeah. With, with your sister and your brother? or? Yeah, we're in four in total. We have a, a partner, my brother, and my sister. Yeah. Which do you like best? Contortion or skating? Or yeah. am I, uh, well, contortion, it's like my, my true fashion. I, I yeah. like skating, but it's, yeah, it's just what I always wanted to do and what I always trained for. Which is the most physically demanding? I think contortion as well, for me. Yeah. Are, you natu- are you naturally really, really stretched out, really uh, loose, or do you have to really, really work on it all the time? I was very flexible as a kid, but of course, as you grow older, you have to practice more and more, and you feel the difference each year in your body. You can start to. I see my, my warming up time gets longer. So um, then, so, you know, with respect, you're going to, in 10 years' time, that's going to be a tough thing to do. Yeah, I think so. I don't, I'm, I don't think I'll be, well, who knows, maybe, but I'll probably change to something different by then. Well, there's enough chances in Roncalli Circus, yeah. right? There's... I'll find something to do. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And, and how does that go? When you want to do something and then you've got your brother and you've got your sister, there's the three of you, uh, yeah. right, following, following on from your father. And uh, how does that one, when you want to do something, maybe your sister wants to do it or, or your brother, and uh, does that get complicated? Kind of, but at the moment we kind of split ourselves. My brother is in the Apollo variety in Dusseldorf. My yeah. sister has been with the circus and I've been doing the, the events and more of the PR work. 
So we kind of all found something that we're good at and that we really enjoy doing. Oh, that's perfect. So that's perfect. Yeah. So that makes your dad happy and yeah. your mum. <laughs> that all the kids are happy and, so, uh, yeah. and the business is good. I mean, uh, so uh, um, Apollo's going to open soon, no? Apollo's going to open September 4th, I believe. Yeah. And uh, do you know how many people that you're allowed to invite into the theatre? I'm not sure, but it's not total capacity. And I know it depends mm. on if we serve food or not. So if we don't serve food, we can, I think, have the whole Apollo. Because oh. it's tables, so it's a bit like in yeah, the restaurant. I've been there, I love it. Yeah, and, and, and they're location. not so close. So, yeah. But if we serve food, it's different, so we're still debating on what's a better choice. Right. And you're going to perform? Yes, not all the time, but mostly. I had some, some other work things in that time already, but I'll be there most of the time. So with your, with your success now from uh, Let's Dance, do you think that will take you into different things? Uh, out away from your your performance, will you start doing different artistic uh, endeavors or business endeavors or modeling or uh, you have the, the world is your oyster <laughs> right now. There's everything Solante, everything's yeah. open for you. Well, I've I've started a couple of different projects and I'm really excited for them. They're still a little secret, but it's been fun. It's, it's a whole us. different it's way. It's only us it's here. Only, yeah. You can tell me. Nobody's well, no uh, nobody's gonna know. Nobody's going to know, no. But we just uh, just came back from shooting the Austrian Art Couture Award. So that yeah. has been a lot of fun. Yeah, it's a different experience to be in a big dress and do contortion in that big gown. Oh, you were... You were pre- I was doing, yeah, all sorts. And in the pool, it was a lot of fun. It was a new experience. I never really did, like, that sort of professional photo shooting. But it was something new and fun. Great. Yeah. Really cool. <laughs> What's a day in the life of Lily like? It really depends on the day, but I, I really start, I try to start my day with a workout because I feel like if I don't do it in the morning, I won't do it. Before breakfast? So, yeah. Yeah? I like doing it first things first, so. And then where are you going? Are you going to a gym or are you doing it in your house or? Uh... I used to go to the gym, but after lockdown, I just started enjoying home workouts more. And somebody helped you with that or you did that yourself? Because you know what you, uh, you know what you need to do to make the parts of your body uh, yeah. stronger or, or centered or something like that. But yeah. did somebody help? Do you have people that help you with that? Yeah, it's a bit of a combination of, of what I prefer. Like oftentimes when we're on a show with dancers, a lot of them are, are Pilates instructors. So we do like little workouts together. So I kind of put together my favorite workouts. You haven't done a I've workout learned. for the people to watch? Uh, uh, no, not yet. <laughs> YouTube uh, workout with Lily? I should try, maybe. Maybe in the future. Hey, I mean, uh, yeah, you you carry yourself beautifully. You're obviously a great artist. You've got great control of your body. I think a lot of uh, people, uh, men and women, would be interested to uh, to to know how you keep that, you know, and how you keep stay like that. Yeah. And are, are you a fanatic eater, like salads only, or no? I love to eat, and that's why I have to work out every day too. <laughs> that's one of the reasons. I really enjoy food. Yeah. My mom's a great cook, and. When you travel around, you she's Italian eat. mama. Yeah, of course she's a great cook. I eat a lot sure. of pasta and a lot of carbs, so yeah, I do have to take care. A lot of garlic? Not so much. No, no, but yeah, a lot well, of good stuff. Where's your mom from in Italy? Oh, my mom's from uh, Verona. Oh, beautiful, very, beautiful, yeah. Well, a close, uh, very close village, but yeah. Verona is a beautiful place, city. But, yeah. but uh, then I was thinking, uh, your father's from Austria, your mom's from uh, Verona. Yeah. Um, what language are you thinking in? It really depends on who I talk to. 
Like the last conversation I had, that's just the language I keep thinking in. But you speak only Italian with your mom? I only speak Italian with my mom and only German with my dad. And what do you speak? What are the kids speaking? You and to your sister other? and your brother? It depends. What do you like speak when, when you're really mad? Italian. Of course. It's better. <laughs> of course. Of course. But it depends. When we're in Germany, we speak a lot of Italian. And then when we're in Italy, we speak German. It's kind of, it's fun. You can always talk about what you want and your surrounding. Secret Italian. language a yeah, little bit. a little bit. Well, Italian, there's quite there's a few people that speak Italian or yeah. understand Italian. How was it growing up on, because um, I, I don't know, and I'm sure uh, on the Going Bananas, the Going Bananas show, we're interested. Um, uh, how was it when you grew up in a circus uh, and... You're basically on the road how many months a year? Ten months a year. And how's that with education, uh, looking, uh, performing, uh, training for your performance and staying with the structure, the the educational structure? I had a private teacher, Mm -hmm. so she would travel with me everywhere. And then I had online lessons. So it was a bit of both. Because, of course, one teacher can cover all the subjects. But... Yeah. And your sister and your brother also, but they're in they're they're different ages. So yeah, well, no, they went to a normal school because they didn't have that online system back in the day. Right. So they had to go to a normal school. So they started performing much later than I did too, due to that. Do you think? Uh, do you think that um, the focus of education uh, you lost something because that you're not uh, with with everyone in a school structure, or you think that you it can be just as uh, productive uh, doing it on the road basically i think it's way more productive because i didn't have to wait for somebody else to get something i could always work at my own pace so that was great i never had to like sometimes you sit in class and you're like dreaming about something else and i I couldn't really do it because i had someone next to me sitting there and be like no you're gonna finish that now yeah and i couldn't cheat because right yeah nobody yeah i couldn't copy from anybody else so i had to do all the work myself so and and now you're, um, it seems stupid that I'm saying that now you're older, <laughs> but now you're an established, very, uh, uh, really high level artist. How is it when, uh, do you have any um, communication with younger people that want to do what you want and look at you and go, oh, I want to do what you want to do? And, and do you have any, uh, do you help anyone or? Um... Well, it's hard because for a really long time, I was the youngest at the circus. And once I left, then younger people started coming. So I never, never really had so many kids around me. But it's a lot of fun when, when kids do come to practice with them. But of course, I can never stay that long to practice right. each day. But I used to practice with a circus artist, and I asked her for help. So, so I'm very happy when somebody asked me, because I remember how I looked up to the artist that helped me. Right, you've had some of the best artists in the world performing with yeah. you. And then you can call on fantastic international yeah. artists from all over the world. To help you perfect every part. Fantastic. Yeah. Really good. Wow, great, great. It makes <laughs> the whole uh, Roncalli product great. i got to say that the Roncalli Circus is fantastic. Thank you very much. Love it, how it's really creative. Uh, I think when your father made the announcement that you're going to take the animals out mm-hmm. of the circus, um, I thought, you know, Roncalli are totally going to survive this because they are such a creative circus. And it wasn't... It wasn't necessarily their strength, the animals. The, the, no, the experience of Roncalli is just uh, fantastic. That uh, you, Your attention to detail on whether it's the tent or coming in and, mm-hmm. and all the, uh, uh, the, whole, the whole environment and the costumes and really great. I'm 
really <laughs> excited every time I come and see uh, the Roncalli Circus. Really yeah. great job. Thank you very much. So um, this is completely out of... Um, uh, when, when you're performing, what, what do you want... What do you want somebody to take from your performance? Do you get deep and sort of tell a story? And, uh, and, and I mean, how do you create it? You've got a blank piece of paper and you say, okay, I'm going to perform uh, mm -hmm. next season. And, and how, does it, how does the creative process start for you? I don't really tell a story, but for me, the way that I was so fascinated about someone who did contortion as a child, I always want an act that is child-friendly, and that they're going to love and they're going to dream about when, when the show finishes for them. So, of course, kids love very sparkly things. So I got uh, a cat suit made by Swarovski, which has so, so many very nice crystals on it. And, and just when I walk in, the kids are just like, wow. And, and that was really important to me to get to them. I saw you years to, ago, yeah. I think, in that costume. And I was just like, actually, I couldn't believe it. I was quite sitting at the back <laughs> and I just thought, that is the most beautiful lady I've ever seen, but I wasn't sure whether you were real. It was just like, wow, it's and it very, was all sparkly, sparkly. sparkly, completely sparkly, and I couldn't really see your face very well. And I just thought that you looked like uh, it's like a porcelain doll or something. And then I thought, wow. I, and then I didn't come backstage, so I never saw you, and I thought, uh -huh. well, did she exist or not? No. But I did re remember um, we talked about it earlier. Uh, we, we toured around the park a long time ago. Yeah, I think, eight, I think it's something like eight years. It must be eight years ago. That's the yeah. last time I've been here. I just realized how long it's been. Yeah. It's, it's changed long. a lot now. It has. Well, if, you, if you come in through the gates, is it... Uh, okay, we've just given you a whirlwind visit from, <laughs> from the, the open... From the first ride. Uh, you must have a favorite. A favorite roller coaster? A favorite ride? What would you do first here? I think my all-time favorite... It's still Silver Star. Silver Star. I think because the, the, the first time the I came, it was like, I was fascinated by it. So it was the first thing I wanted to do when I got back. Because I remembered it as well. Yeah, so when and somebody mentioned uh, Silver Star, your eyes lit up and said, yeah, like, we have to do that. We have that. to do that now. Yeah, I thought you were going to say, no, I don't want to do that. And it was like, no, we are doing, <laughs> we're that. doing that. We did it twice too. Yeah. <laughs> no discussion. No discussion. Yeah, I want to do it at the front and the back. <laughs> Yeah, I was surprised that last little kick. It's just really, really, really cool. So what's, awesome. what's next for, for Lily? Where do you want to be in five years? God, five years. Where'd you dream? Because now, like I said, your world, the world is your oyster. You have all these people which are not only circus lovers, not only uh, performing arts lovers. Now you're, you're in the mainstream world. Mm -hmm. And there's this whole social media exposure, which is very easy, can be abusive, can can be positive, negative, yeah. either way. But where 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 do you uh, are you still in Roncalli performing in five years' time, or are you? Uh... I hope. I mean, five years ago, I would have never imagined my career to go this way, and and I couldn't be happier with it. So I really don't know what to expect. I feel like it can always. It never happens what you imagine, and oh, that's so the much. Of yeah, life, right? I think. How yeah. cool is that? That uh, the worst. I can't imagine it to be any worse than if it's predictable. No, but I, I, I dreamed about my future, but it's it's much better than what I always wished for. So I'm so grateful that everything has turned out the way it did. Really uh, I mean, I think that's what's. Uh, 
cool about our business. Honest, honestly, I mean, uh, obviously, I, I was in some way similar to you mm-hmm. in, a, in live, growing up in the artistic world, and then changing from the artistic world into the uh, sort of management side. Um, but how great is it that when we get the opportunity to uh, do something different, and and yes. you are super talented, super beautiful. Uh, the the world is open that you can say, hey, I want to try that, and maybe, uh, maybe it would okay. take you off in a completely different direction. It's really great, and I hope it continues to go like that. And of course, there's many changes that have to be made in the next couple of years, and I'll just see where, where it's going to take me. But You're worried about the... I mean, we're going to... We are going to survive it, but it will take a little time for the entertainment world to get over the corona situation now. I think it's going to be the last sort of business that's going to recover from it because we just live from audience and people being close to each other and, and the whole the experience. Whole that's what we want. Yeah. So, so even if, if you build a bigger tent and you have less people, it's not the same, I think, for the performer, but also for the audience. I think you really enjoy the energy. is much stronger when, when the people are more compact. And I mean, we're going to have to find a way to... But I think that we are, uh, like you say, I think we're going to have to be creative and find a way yeah. how we can still entertain the guests, still share an emotion with them, mm-hmm. which is what we're all about here, yeah. uh, giving them an emotion, whether it's a roller coaster, whether it's a, uh, whether it's a high-speed roller coaster or, uh, or the Food Loop restaurant, yeah. which is a great experience. Not necess- it's not mm-hmm. thrilling, but it's hugely fun. And uh, I think in the show business, whether it's whether it's the, the variety business, which is what your Apollo yeah. is about, and uh, and the circus, I think certainly we're going to have to address those concerns. And uh, you, I, well, I think your whole family and your father are super creative, and I think uh, you will succeed. But it's it's not going to be easy for the next yeah. year or so to earn the trust of our people, our guests again, yeah. that we. Uh, because they, I mean, they're, they're circus diehard people everywhere. They just love yeah. it. Germany is, loves their circuses. Do. And, um, but now you've got to find another way how to give them uh, the circus experience in a different way. I mean, you've lost the animals. And now, uh, now we've got to find another yeah. way. I mean, we started with the drive-in shows this, yeah. uh, this summer. But it is a different experience. It's strange if you don't if you don't see the audience. It's it's um, yeah. It was nice, but it, I don't think that's the solution we're going to go for. We tried, but we're going to have to keep thinking to find yeah, an even I better you, solution. I heard you did that. I was totally um, uh, respectful for you to to try. I know that maybe the finance you didn't make a lot of mm-hmm. uh, revenue from that, but you're trying to entertain your guest, and yeah. I think that people trust you to entertain. To do what you can for the guest, which, uh, which will which will be the reason why you last mm-hmm. for such a long time. Okay. So if if you take circus and variety out of your, uh, if you go to say, London or New York and you want to go and see a big show, Vegas or something like that, what's the show you want to see? What's what's the what's your style of something that would uh, that would that you would like? It really depends on on the place. Um... Last time I've been to New York, I've, I've seen the, the Lion King. It's my yeah. favorite Disney movie, so I had to see it. It was lovely. It was totally different. It's um, it's nice to see a show that 
it's not so related to circus or anything like that. You always get new ideas. I think that's where your inspiration should come from, and maybe not from other circus shows, but from a oh, whole totally. different place. I, I think we can, yeah. we, in our business, we can get um, we can get inspired by seeing a picture, so, yeah. uh, and not necessarily a movie or a show or something. So you're into the but, musicals, yeah. the, the Disney mu- mus- musicals. Not all of them. I only went to watch that one. That one. Yeah. Because as a child, it was like my favorite movie. So I was like, oh, now that I'm here, I want to The problem is it, when you're performing all the time, you don't get the chance to travel and see other stuff. That's the thing, yeah. That's the thing. I, and once you do, you, it's all about... I, we went to Vegas, I think, two years ago. Yeah. We stayed two weeks, and I think we watched over 18 shows. We were watching more than a show a day. And it was like all about that. And at the end of the holiday, it doesn't even feel like a holiday because you're still in your... In your environment, yeah. That's it. The problem is, I've been to Vegas and I've seen three shows in one day. And uh, I can't remember what I saw. Sometimes I even took a pen and paper and wrote it down to remind myself something that was very inspirational. You mix them up. Yeah, you mix them up. I'm I'm, I'm a little bit like that when I watch movies. If I watch two great movies in a row, I've I've lost it. Making a new movie out of the two. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Are you a a movie, uh, movie buff? I do, but I can't watch them late at night. I always fall asleep, so it takes me like a couple of days to finish a movie. Well, that's okay. Yeah. That's okay. And what language so, are you watching them in? Uh, I try to watch them in the original language. So yeah. if it's an English movie in English, if it's a German movie in German, Italian in Italian. So. Did you learn your English in school, or have you been somewhere to uh, intensively study it? Uh, mostly in school. And last year I went to New York for, I think, two months and did like an intense English course there. To New York? Yeah. But it was more the experience than I, I spoke English before that, too. I think I wanted to stay there for a while longer. You didn't perform there? No. I wanted to have, like, the whole study experience. Very cool. Yeah, it was like in a campus and... Oh. Yeah. Uh, not, stayed in uh, a dorm. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, what what did they call it? Frat parties or something? Did you go to any of those? No, I haven't. Because th- it Are was like an all-international... Do you go to parties? Sometimes, yeah. Yeah. Well, lately, not so much, but I hope soon. Oh, you, won't <laughs> be, you won't be. Maybe not before Christmas. No, yeah. Maybe. Hopefully. Um, hopefully. But nice Christmas party. We'll see. Are you? Uh, are you a dancer or are you a drinker? I think before Let's Dance, I was more of like drinking at the bar, and maybe now I'll be more of the dancer. I think I miss it more. Dancing. Yeah. So. You, yeah, because you yeah, but you you, like you got the, great timing. You're it's, it's, no, you're cheating. <laughs> you're cheating. You're dancing actually with the music and totally in time. And everyone's like, oh, uh, God. no, that one. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm a, I'm a, I'm standing at the bar. I'm no. just watching, being a little more reserved, watching everyone. That's fun, yeah. When I thought about this show and you were coming on it, um, I'm sort of quite interested and in that I want to get to know you. And, and, and it's not just, uh, of course, I'm interested in uh, Lily, the, the, the Roncalli performer, mm-hmm. the fantastic. But then how do you feel, how, how do you feel about yourself? Do you, do, do, you, um, do you think you should work harder or do you think, or uh, do, you, do you have any, you know, I just want to know you, mm-hmm. uh, which I feel I'm getting to know you uh, because I feel the way that you think <laughs> on things. And then how do you feel about yourself? How do you rate yourself of like, well, I'm pretty good at that and, and I could work harder on that? I think most of the times I feel, feel like I could work harder and I could, I think you can always be better. Mm-hmm. I feel like you should never settle down and feel like, oh, I'm doing good. I think you can always work on something. And, and 
so much to do. Like, I would really like to to learn an instrument. My my brother plays guitar, and yeah, um, and my dad him. plays the drums. So that's something I might want to do in the in the near future. What's your What's your? I mean, uh, it's easy for somebody listening to this and say, "Well, Lily has everything, everything in her favor." <laughs> that she's very talented. She's a uh, she has a. A great discipline, a work ethic. Uh, she's beautiful. She goes on a dance uh, competition, and and it's out of her comfort zone. She wins it, and everyone uh, loves you. But um, uh, what's your motivation to go further? Go further because you've got everything. It, somebody might say she has everything. But I mean, I'm only 22, so I feel like there's still so much ahead of me, and. And I know that I've been very blessed in the family that I've grown up with and all the possibilities I had in my childhood. And But now it's like time to work myself. Like I can't always rely on my family doing everything for me or to put yourself out there and, and prove that you can do something by yourself too. You well, like your, like your father's changed the wrong Kali over the years, we all have to adapt. What, what do they say? Adapt or die now? Yeah. Change or die. Change or die. No, that's uh, that's uh, that's the one thing sure in this life. And look at this situation going on right now. That's that um, we have to find new ways. So, um, but you want to work hard on yourself. Where uh, in in a different um, as a contortionist, as a different art, would you like to do a different performance in the circus? I would love to do aerial one day. So that's something I, I hope to do in the in the near future. You're okay up there. I was really scared of heights when I was little, but I feel like I got over over it. So I feel like I might start. Your dad soon. will never let you do it. <laughs> My sister well, doesn't. Yeah, well, but, he yeah. did. Um, I mean, I shouldn't have said that because uh, circus people they know what? that's part yeah. of that's part of life. Circus life, it, it's uh, you have to go up in the air and ten meters high. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I get quite nervous when I watch any aerial act. Uh, mm. Even yeah, it just uh, just it makes me a little nervous. It's hugely <laughs> exciting, yes. but uh, the kids might be just uh, screaming and loving it, and I'm the one that's probably yeah, got like, my eyes down, just looking out. Uh, but uh, no, I mean, I was uh, with your with your father actually. I was on the the jury of a circus festival in Moscow a couple yeah. of years yeah. a couple of years ago with your father actually. Oh, and uh, we were watching some just amazing acts. So, uh, yeah, your father, I think, was looking for some yeah, great acts for you yeah. guys. And uh, I was trying to bring some of those acts to us. <laughs> a little bit competitive, <laughs> but, but we, we supported each other. Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah. So your father's going to let you go up in the air and, and do a death-defying act. I think so. Well, I don't want to do anything too dangerous. But, for example, I would really like to do the trapeze act. I feel like it's there's a lot of ring acts out there now. And... And other things, and I feel like the, the traditional trapeze act to me is still the most beautiful, and, and it's a picture that you think about when you, you think about the circus. It's like for me, that's the first act. If you said circus, that yeah. would be the first act that I think of: flying trapeze, the flying yeah. flying trapeze. Yeah, and you want to do that? You want to do that? Well, I would like to do more of like maybe a bit of contortion in it, maybe not too crazy. I mean, but start with that, and then maybe see where it like, can bring me. What's your? Um, What's your biggest fear? Do you have fears? Do you get nervous or worried or in, insecure or? Fears. I really hate spiders. <laughs> really? 
Yeah. I can't be in the same room as a spider. I'll freak out. So you're the one screaming, telling uh, some big Some, guy, yeah. come in and get the spider out yeah. of my room. I, I do panic. Yeah. Yeah. That's like the worst part. If I'm ever alone somewhere and there's a spider, it's just the worst. Of course, when you're when you're working by yourself, you're in some hotel rooms by yourself, and that's like my biggest fear. If I see a spider there, I'm like, I can't survive. Can't do this. <laughs> and does, uh, does, does any of uh, does, does any of the uh, circus arts, does that scare you? Because because it is quite dangerous. You know, Wheel of Death, High Wire, uh, okay, Flying Trapeze, but hopefully you'll do it with a net when you do it. <laughs> but um, uh, you've grown up with circus, so I can't even think that you don't, that's in your blood. It's just, yeah. uh, it's, it's not for everyone that's listening to this show it's not you know circus is a great thing that we that it's in everyone's dna a little bit to go as a guest but but i've always appreciated yourself your family or circus people to support this which is something that uh most of the people can't really appreciate i mean fear i think even in the circus, I mean, I think my mentality is even on the street, something can happen if you cross the road. So you know, I'm not really scared to go back to that question. But, but yeah, I mean, something could happen anywhere. So like you should just live your here. life. Nothing's, Nothing's going to happen here, here in here. No, no we're, but we're, yeah. we're good. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, if you start living with too many fears, I think you just don't enjoy Maybe Maybe anymore. the fear of uh, the social media. Like, like, you know, like somebody said, you've got the small, uh, the smallest little injury, or some, or actually said that it's uh, making you ill or something. Yeah, fear. I think it's a big word for that. I, to me, it felt ridiculous when when I read it because it was just something I never said, and I was, I was a little mad, but got over it after a day. But yeah, it's not something I'll, that scares me because I feel like these days you can always. Um, did you did you take did you take advice or did you think um, how how am I going to defend myself from this or and did you think well this is going to be part of my new life you know because you've created uh, all of this uh, extra attention on you now and then they make a story which you obviously know it's nothing and I shouldn't even worry about it but then you know many of your fans. Uh, could possibly believe it but did you think how am I going to answer that question and and did you were you advised uh, of how best to you know you could have contacted them maybe which is probably what they was probably why they did it they would have loved you to do that well I think I think every 22 year old the first thing you do is go on social media and and it's so natural for for young people to to say your opinion and what you think or or your statement on social media, that was the first thing that came into my mind. But it mind. can be taken out of context so easily. That's the trouble. The, but the, once you write it yourself, it's that little, you know, they can't really, because it's written and it's what you said. Yeah. So to me, that was like the safest thing, because everyone could go back and, and read what I said about it. Well, like you said, they didn't particularly like it because it came out, it was, the, the whole story was squashed immediately because you said, hey, I'm fine. I mean, to me, the first thing I thought, of course, as an artist, I was like, that's, to me, that was something that could even be career damaging. And that's why I thought, no, I want to defend myself and say, look, I'm fine. Because mm. if you say, I said my career is uh, is ending, it's not the best um, publicity for myself. <laughs> no, and, I mean, that's and, what you work for all your life. And then. Well, you know. and that's and, and 
yeah, you don't want that. I mean, you just want to care about yourself, your performance, and come yeah. and enjoy. Because as much as the people, as much as the people um, enjoy watching you, I do honestly believe you have as much fun as they do by performing for yeah. them. So it's it's a quid pro quo uh, kind of thing. All your all of your years of work and and dedication and and work is. Uh, and then eventually you're just having fun, right? Yeah. Because that's what gives you pleasure. It it's not a job. <laughs> Somehow I don't feel, yes, uh, I mean, my family, I was in the artistic world for many years. I don't think anyone thought I ever worked a day in my life because they just said, you're just having fun. It takes it's a lot of rehearsal yeah. and a lot of practice. And there's a lot of ups and downs. Uh, mm -hmm. You must have experienced, you must have, you must have felt that yourself where loads of times you thought this isn't going to work. There's moments where you like that can work, or even I think one thing that makes circus people so different from people that have a normal job. A circus person would never say, "Oh, I call in sick." I think we all know how how performers never work, no matter what. And um, and I didn't, yeah, I didn't want to come off as somebody who complained about something because I know like the mentality of my grandfather and everyone's always keep going. And there's been people with 40 fever performing and. I feel like that's something that's so in your in your head when you grow up in a circus family is that you always do everything to be on stage. Definitely. I feel like that's Definitely. And I think that helps you in whatever you do for the rest of your life. Whether whether um, you branch out and you do different projects, mm -hmm. I think that work ethic and that discipline will help you to succeed in anything else. Because like you say, you are never gonna quit. And never just say, I'm staying in bed today, I'm not going to train. I'm going to do it every day. Push, my, push, 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 always get better. And um, I think a lot of, a lot of international uh, high-level sports people, which you can compare in some loose way uh, to circus artists, they have a dif different uh, work ethic. And what they, what they have, not necessarily with yourself, a lot of sport, uh, high, high athletes, they've... They've sort of got a, um, in some cases, a second secondary education, because they had to at some point choose where am I really, really going to focus? And of course, you can't you can't study twelve hours a day when you're a gymnast or a, a, an athlete, but they do have a different discipline to that. And like you say, they're never going to call in sick. We're not allowed to do that. No. One of my friends, an artist, said uh, uh, he was always late for checking. You know, you've got to yeah. be there 30 minutes or an hour before the show. And he said, and he's always late. And he's, if I'm late, it's because I'm dead and I'm not coming. <laughs> and never missed a show. Have you ever, have you ever missed a show? No, I've never missed a show. How cool is that? Yeah. I mean, there's, of course, if you do an aerial act and it's something super dangerous and you're not feeling well, it's understandable that you wouldn't work. But for me, I never felt like I was at that point that I just couldn't do it. I always felt like I could still perform and my acts are not as dangerous so I think it really it's, depends maybe a little bit on what God, your profession is going back to the let's careful. dance thing going back to the let's dance thing because um yeah you've I, I i can't even i can't i couldn't even guess how many how many thousands of shows you've done for Roncalli. um but let's dance is different it's live tv there's uh, there's not one second negotiable you're going out right now and with very, as we talked about, very little preparation. Yeah. Didn't you, um, 
What were you thinking? Just be, I, I thought about that while I was thinking that, and they said, you know, that we're going to commercial or something. And Lily, okay, and I know you've got that one one mm, minute sort yeah. of pre-intro thing where they're talking about you. And I thought, um, uh, because it's different. It's not like a gala night at Roncalli or, you know, one, one of your shows. It's not the same at all. No, it's not. Live TV is complete. And you had no guests, right? You had no that audience. That really changed the whole thing. I felt so comfortable the first couple of shows with the audience. It was even like kind of like round and I felt like, oh, this is like the circus. And the one mistake I kept doing is I was, kept looking at the audience instead of the cameras. So they were like, no, we're in TV. You've got to look into the camera, not like look at the people and be all nice. And something I had to learn. But then, yeah, the audience. Yeah, it's completely it different so though, when you, when you, because, because when I'm watching it on TV, as with, yeah. with every, all the other five million people, um, you have to be, your job is to give me your lifetime best performance, or at least give me that impression. Yeah. And if you don't feel good or something, you still have to give it, give it, give it, give it to a little camera which, where you have no feedback, no applause, no nothing. Must have been really weird to to just go crazy, going bananas. Yeah, going maybe. bananas. What did you say? Going bananas. <laughs> Thank you. Well, did, uh, sorry, I, I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. Can you say that one more going time? Going bananas. Thank you. No, but I mean... <laughs> But so you're going bananas on uh, on Let's Dance, but no feedback at all. You know, it's the same for us when we do a rehearsal and there's mm. nobody there. It's we try to do the same, but it's not 100 percent the same. Not, you don't yeah. empty your soul, but there you have to empty your soul. It's tough, but I have to say, all of our competitors, we really try to to support each other and and try to make the applause at least what we could do, even if we were only four or eight people. Really Is Ma- Massimo hard. a lifelong friend now? I think so, yeah. I really got along well. Of course, we have a lot of different jobs and you're all over the place. But It seemed so. like uh, that you really gelled totally. Yeah. I loved his performance. was fantastic. He's amazing. Really, yeah. really fantastic uh, uh, stature and character that he gave. But it gelled really good. Yeah. But then um, each week a different... Uh, you must have, obviously there were some musics that you thought, oh, this is not, this is not going to be cool. You got, you got to really get used to it. And, I, and what I liked about the music that I got was it was really different each week. Yeah, totally. So I got to play a different role each and every week. So I really liked that. And we, we had lollipop and then we had some... French dramatic music, and then we had something Spanish and more passionate. So it was always different. I thought I, I really I, when I'm watching that. it when when you went obviously in some way Latin. I thought, well, it's totally you, because you're uh, steaming with with fire and passion, mm-hmm. and because. Of, but then when it was really cute, I thought, are you still going to feel in your comfort zone being cute because you're just a, a, a very so let's different. say. A, a, yeah, it's a different, it's a different it's a, style. It's a different style, yeah. But do you really feel less confident? Well, maybe not less confident, but it was, it was definitely something I had to practice harder. Like we would really practice like it would be in this show. Like, you right. know, sometimes when you do rehearsals, you're just like doing the steps or doing the dance, but your, your face and your emotions are not really there. But with the, the more fun dances, I really had to do it all rehearsal long. Are you a... Uh, did you... The whole time you were performing, um, did you feel like it was a competition? No. I only felt it like the last, the last two shows. 
Yeah. That's when the pressure gets higher, and that's when you're like. Oh, uh, that's. But before that, it was semi-final and final. I think yeah. uh, you couldn't get it uh, was, more tense. Now it was really. That was there. really tense. Even the rehearsal day before, I messed up everything. I banged my head against Nasimos. He almost fainted. He felt so that yeah, we couldn't do the the rehearsal that day. So that's when my nerves really started kicking in. But are, are you by nature? Are you a co uh, competitive person? Yeah, I would say that. Yeah. Yeah. I do like a little bit of competition. Yeah. With I think your, it pushes you. With your brother too. and sister, were you playing cards or doing something you wanted to be the one to win? Yeah, yeah kind of. I always wanted to win, yeah. Well, I think that's a, that, I think that's a trait of an artist now, somehow now. Because you you do judge yourself against your peers and other people. You know, you want to be more beautiful, you want to be more flexible, you want to get the yeah. biggest applause. That's what we do. But it's still so different, I think, from the dancing to the, the circus. I feel like in the circus, everyone has their own act and you don't really compare each other so much. I think, do you like, not in, think so? I think in dance competition, I think that's much harder. I, I'm not sure, but I feel like... Because you're there doing the same exact dance maybe that night and you would never be in a show and have, like, three contortionists. No. So you don't really... So the comparison is much bigger <coughs> there, I think. Yeah, but you also want... You also want... Uh, the um, you also want you want the best applause. That's true. Yeah. Of course, as, you gotta, as yeah, you gotta that's be what puts you on stage. Yeah. You want it's a little it's a little competitive in the way that um, you want everyone to say. Of course, every show I ever did, I wanted somebody to say I was the best thing in the show. Simple yeah. as that. And of course, you that's want true, everyone yeah. to say you were fantastic. So 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 when you're dancing, you you must have felt this. We're better from them, or we've got to beat them. Because there's a, there was a lot riding on it. Somehow, it was, yeah. somehow we wanted to, uh, you wanted to win. You didn't. You didn't but want to. Actually, I, I didn't. Winning was not my my main goal. I was like, I want to be the best I can be. I want to put everything in there. As and long not, as you win. Really, winning. I, I really wanted to get to the final. I won't lie, because that's when you get to do your freestyle and all the dances, and then I feel like you completed the the whole experience if you got till there. Some people say uh, it doesn't winning, matter whether winning, you win, win or lose. It doesn't matter you whether you win or lose as course, long as you win. You, you would love to win, but but I'd rather not win and be the best I could have been than won and and messed it up. I feel like for my feeling, it would have made me more happy to know. You know what I mean? If I would have messed up everything and I would have known, oh, I was the worst that night. How could I win? No, I've always... But that was uh, like the way it turned out was perfect. <laughs> I've always thought if I've prepared well and I've done everything I can and I don't win, I'm sort of okay with it. Yeah. But I'm not sure whether I've ever just been lying to myself about that the whole time. Because you want to win. The whole competitor thing, whether you play cards yeah. or, or something, and it was a competition, you're the winner. You're the champion. Yeah. So it may be easy to say. Had you come second, you might think... Oh. But don't you feel like you'd rather be second but knowing you've done the best that you can than win and be like, that was my worst performance ever, but I won and it doesn't feel fair? I don't know. Well, it wasn't the, well I was lucky enough that it all turned out how I won it, but I was, my, main, Germany, my main goal was... Germany to, won the World Cup football, right? I think a couple of years ago. Yeah, who no. came second? I don't know. I know I really wanted to win. I would lie if I would not. There you go. But it wasn't my main goal from when I got into the show. My, it wasn't That's like the trouble. The I think performance, performance and sport, they do have a little bit that yeah. um, it's competitive. You want to be the best. You want the biggest applause. And 
whether it's Let's Dance, which is not really, it is a, competition. a competition. It was pre yes. uh, presented. You know, I'm sure everyone was sitting at home. I told you, I, I saw my old uh, 70 year old <laughs> guy that does the ice at, uh, in the ice show here. And uh, I told him I was going to meet you. And he's like, yeah, she didn't win because of her dad. She won because she was the best. She was the, she's gorgeous. She trained hardest and she was great. And he was totally in the competition. He was totally like this. I have got to call him as soon as you leave to check because he's very interested in your injury. Is it life-threatening or is it career-threatening? I mean, he will yeah. probably, if you get a message from him, it's because I gave All him right. your number because he's a nutcase. And he's, he's totally, uh, but he is Joe Public. He's Joe Public okay. and he's watching it. It was a competition. And he mm -hmm. was very, very uh, insistent that you deserved that and you uh, won it outright. And, and, and had you not won, he would have been really upset. <laughs> and he doesn't know you. And he doesn't know that yeah. any, any relationship between yourself and Europa Park, which is a really long relationship. Um, that's, yeah. I mean, do you... When, as I said, you, you, we walked around Europa Park years ago and, and years. Do you, do you know the history? Uh, you, do, do you appreciate the history that your father created, Roncalli, the same the time same. as Europa Park? It's wonderful. I think both have grown into such beautiful places that let people dream and distract from their, their everyday life. I think that's what the two have in common. And that's it's amazing, though. Yeah. Two massive success stories, family-owned. Yeah. You with your family, us with the Mac yeah. family, amazing that, that yeah, we're totally, uh, okay, you're part of the, uh, the owning family. And, and, and I, I appreciate maybe that you have a lot of stress like that because you have a lot of people working for Ron. How many people are working for Ron Carly? 250. So all these people are working for their family. They're, they're, they're supporting yeah, their yeah. families. And then there's, uh, there's a snowball effect of how many people that the Ron Carly, uh, Support, you know, there's yep. all the cities you go to, which are obviously supporting the local income of the traveling and all that stuff. Do you feel a, um, a sense of uh, responsibility of, you know, circus will change. Circus has gone through some changes, yeah. as we spoke about. You're on the, the winning side of it because I think your, your concentration is creation yeah. rather than just simply traditional uh, circus. But do you feel like um, a little bit of self-responsibility uh, looking at your sister and your brother saying, we've got to get this right because it's not just us and it's not maybe it sometimes a financial, it's not a financial decision, it's uh, a human decision because you're supporting so many people. Uh, in each city, yeah. uh, employees, uh, you, you worried about that? I mean, of course, it's a huge responsibility and... And with life, I would say I'm not scared of the future and what happens when, when we take the business in our own hands. And I can't tell you if, if it's going to work out perfectly, but I know that we're going to do the best that we can to keep our, our little world alive. And I think circus, that's why people always say circus family. You really grow into that kind of family. And people have been working for Ankali for over 40 years. How great that's, is that? That's amazing. That they still want to stay with us. I think that's... That tells it all. Well, it's uh, because you it's care about your people, as mm -hmm. as we do here. We've got yeah. uh, we've got workers uh, that, that that are here since the first day, or even before the first yeah. day in the building. It's wonderful when when you yeah, have people really, like yeah. that. But um, but we're going to go through changes. You're going to go through changes now with uh, yes. immediate changes, as in with the uh, the Corona situation, and and I would suspect. Uh, 
we will go through some creative changes over the next 10 years. When you think how circus changed in the last 10 yeah, years, it's yeah. gone very different now. And I see a, a, a lot coming in the, in the future, which, and you're the ones that have to, well, you did the hologram. Yeah. Amazing. Everyone, I was in America, <laughs> in some weird city in America, and someone said to me, hey, I saw somebody did a hologram in a circus in Germany. Amazing how, how right. far reach that is. Exactly. And somebody that's not connected to the artistic world. And it that just to totally amazed me that, that they, this person they, would know and thought, okay, maybe they didn't remember the name of the circus, but they know that someone someone did something someone. pretty damn good. You know, that it was out there and creative, oh, and, yeah. and which is great. But then you've got to do... You've got to keep it, keep it keep going. It, keep it going. Always be innovative. And I think the most important thing is to, to put the, the new world and, and the new technologies put together with all the nostalgic things that my dad really cherished in, in the first years. And I think that's what people will remember when they come inside. That's when their childhood feelings come back and that's when they feel like a kid again. And then they get inside and it's something totally new. I think that's the right mix. Totally cool. I've met your father a few times and uh, he's totally inspirational. How um, some, uh, maybe I didn't appreciate how creative he is and, and, and his attention to all the little details. Like you say, share the, share the experience, share the emotion, which is what we're trying to do here on a daily basis on every different uh, age group of people as you are. And uh, like you say, we're both, uh, we have some synergies, you know, 45 years old, we're both there, yeah. um, having to find creative ways to adapt, take care of our guests, take care of ourselves, and uh, really cool. Lily Paul Roncalli, thank you very much for coming on the... Going Banana Show. God, I just had to think about that <laughs> way too long. Going Banana said, Show. You nearly said like, Blue Banana. No? Blue, yeah, that was what I was thinking. <laughs> no, well, that's really but, cool. You know, yeah. I, I couldn't have been, I couldn't, I can't be more happy than uh, having you as the first guest. I'm really, really grateful that you're here and it's uh, Thank you so much. fantastic. And I hope, I hope the people that listen, they just go, you know what, she's a really, really nice lady <laughs> and not just what we see on the TV, that you've got you. a heart and you've got a mind and, and you're very creative and super talented. Thank you very much. Thank it's you for coming. being here. Thanks. Thank you. Thanks.